Um, here is a podcast. Actually, I wasn't going to have an intro to this. I was like, let me just start and carry on until the end. Um, but I feel like at the moment my intros are almost just me testing my mic quality. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I get paranoid that I am going to record a whole podcast and then find out that none of it worked. So, I mean, it's better to record like a minute or two and then test that although the same thing could then also happen afterwards uh this podcast anyway is been thinking a lot lately about influencers and the whole social media game um and I don't know I just kind of felt like talking about it because I feel like a lot of people have the wrong idea about it I think it is underestimated in some parts and overestimated in some parts um I think especially with all the terms changing um and like the advertising guidelines and everything like that it's become a little bit more complicated to understand and I also think people get a bit of a bad rap for it um which I think is just people looking at it in the wrong way so that is what this podcast is about. I'm Dex. Welcome to my podcast and let's dive in. Um, there is weird clicking in the back. Well, if there is, I don't know what it is. Um, again, I'm filming this on my phone because I've just given up on my computer <laughs> for now. I don't even know if the microphone's still a problem. Um, now there is just like the keyboard and the mouse are a problem so here we go um i'm not going to talk about that anymore because i talk about it in everyone so influencing um also i'm very nervous about recording this i feel like i almost should record it in parts because i feel like my dog is going to go nuts partway through because she is watching out the window very precariously um influences influencing social media i feel like it's got a very negative connotation around it um well actually i don't feel like like i know that it does um and i think that that is a combination of two things one yes there are people out there that are just not the greatest um that are in the social media game just to kind of make as much money as they possibly can and they don't really have any sort of not exactly morals but like they don't have any sort of ethics or anything like that like they don't care they look at social media as a very like get kind of famous quick I guess um even though one could argue that social media fame isn't really what we think it is um but the other side of the coin I think is just people not understanding how we can use social media and not understanding the whole way that it works really because it's at the end of the day it's marketing it's advertising and it's marketing if we're looking at social media as an influencer specifically the ones that are 
you know, making their money through getting paid by brands and businesses to promote products. It is just a job. They are doing a job. They are marketing a product and they are getting paid for it. It is advertising. So if we look at it like that, it's sort of like, well, that's actually probably the most efficient way to do it. Obviously, all of our old forms of advertising, for example, magazines, newspapers, even TV, like that's kind of outdated now because nobody's reading them. Nobody's watching normal TV. We're all sort of on Netflix or YouTube and that's about it. Um, ads on YouTube, marketing as well, social media marketing in a slightly different form. So anybody that is getting paid to promote a product on Instagram is literally just working as an advertiser. And I think the line gets crossed when we look at these people and we think, oh, well, I'm not following you for that. I'm following you because you it might be someone who talks about their family or someone who is a really good cook and makes interesting meals that you want to learn or anything sort of like in a niche that you might have followed them for and you think well that's why I'm following you I'm not here for all this advertising but at the end of the day you've got to think that that person is putting in a lot of effort to make content just for you to look at <laughs> and if they're not getting anything out of it then they can't always put time into it. But if they're getting paid every now and then to talk about something that hopefully they like and that they actually use, then I don't understand why we look at it as such a bad thing. I totally get it that there are people out there that advertise like skinny teas and detoxes and stuff like that where, or God forbid, the ones that make me cringe are the bang energy videos. <laughs> because like, Fair enough, if you want to get paid for promoting an energy drink, like I drink V all the time if they wanted to sponsor me, hell yes, I would make content for them, knowing full well that like energy drinks are not good for you, um, but it's something I drink all the time, that's fine, but the bang energy videos are just so cringy, <laughs> and I feel like Somehow it looks like so much effort has been put in, but also like none at all. Because if you've ever, if you don't, if you've never seen one and you don't know what I'm talking about, Bang Energy, I don't know where it originated. It's very like big in America for paying influencers to talk about it. But basically, it's just an energy drink, and the brand pays big influencers to make posts about it. And the posts are always videos of them supposedly drinking it. But some of the videos I've seen, you can tell that there's nothing in that can. Um, and they're always like girls in bikinis. But it's very like, it's not blended together well. I don't know. Anyway, I get that there's people like that that we look at and we're like, oh, like this just comes across so fake. And I understand but there are a lot of people that are literally just advertising stuff that they use anyway or that are really good products um, that I feel like we shouldn't have a big problem with. 
like I don't understand it and it's it's social media it's your if it's your Instagram feed you literally it takes less than 0.5 of a second to scroll past if it's an ad um I get that it's annoying when somebody literally is always posting ad or sponsored content or stuff that they're getting paid to talk about um but at the same time that's kind of become sort of another shady area even though the guidelines change to try and make it clearer um you now have to put ad on everything even if it was just gifted even if you haven't been asked to talk about it but if you're talking about it just because you want to you still have to put ad on it even if the company sent it to you and they did not say at all that you had to mention it or anything like that and you've just decided to because you really like it and you want to if it was gifted you still have to put ad so it has kind of become harder to distinguish now through that so for some reason people have just kind of started to hate on what they deem influencers doing advertising but it's a job it's literally a job and that's all you have to look at it as and it's not that in your face it's not that hard to scroll past one or two posts that you're maybe not interested in um and so I think it's gotten a very bad rep because of that when really I think we just need to look at it in a different light in saying that like I was saying the guidelines have kind of even though they're meant to make it clearer kind of haven't so Basically, I'm going to explain what the guidelines kind of used to be and what I would put on posts and then explain what they are now. So previously, if I was gifted something, I would write gifted in the post. Um, And that means that you've just been given a product and you may or may not have been asked to talk about it. You haven't been paid for the post or anything like that. You've just been gifted the product. If I was working with a company on a brief, so we had come up with a plan to make like set amount of posts, set amount of stories over a certain period of time, then I would write collab because I was working with that company and we had a brief, we had a plan outlined. It wasn't just like a one-off here's a product and mention it thing if it is a paid post so you've been paid money to talk about it it is a sponsored post and that is what you would write you would write ad or and or sponsored but sponsored would have to be in there somewhere now the guidelines have changed so that Like I was saying, anything that you post about, whether it's paid for, whether it's been gifted, whether you've been given a product just to try and you don't necessarily have to talk about it, but you maybe have decided that you want to, you have to write gifted. And you have to write gifted every time you post about it. Even if you get gifted something and then like six months down the track, you wear that in a selfie. And you might not even be like, taking that photo to talk about that product you might not even be mentioning it in any way but you have to write gifted because you are wearing something that you have been gifted (laughs) so that kind of makes it a bit more 
difficult it's kind of like overstating in my opinion because it's not it kind of makes it look like that's what the post is about when really it's not but anyway um collab has kind of not really it's kind of been phased out it's not really a thing um I think you can still use it and I still would I guess but it's not really used like it used to be Sponsored is still a thing, but along with that now, you also have to tag the brand up above the picture. There is um, a space where you will see paid partnership with, and it will like tag in the company. Um, that in itself is also kind of annoying though, because I've done a paid post before where because when you tag the company, they have to, like, agree to it. And I've done a post before with a company. It wasn't they didn't agree to it. It was just that they never, like, accepted the request. It's almost like if you've got your requests on so that if someone tags you in a photo, like, you have to accept it. It was like that. So I felt like I was lying even though I wasn't. And I felt like I wasn't... Even though I'd written sponsored, I was like, oh, my God, like... It's a paid thing, but it looks like I'm trying to hide that, but I'm not. So that makes it more difficult because it's kind of got to be on, like, both ends. So that is where we're at for that. So if you see the word ad, it does not mean that someone is getting paid to make that post. Uh, it does not even mean <laughs> that someone has been asked to make that post. You literally just have to put ad on everything whether it's paid for not paid for whether it's been gifted and you've been asked to talk about it whether you haven't been asked it's just what it is um which I feel like makes it a little bit more difficult to kind of determine the sort of um point behind posts sometimes but it's what it is I think a lot of people because they don't understand those guidelines, um, they look at stuff, see the word ad on it, and just think that influencers are being like sellouts that are advertising all the time and getting paid all the time, and like that's the only reason why they ever post, when in reality, no. <laughs> like we just have to write ad on everything. Not that I'm calling myself an influencer, um, but I obviously do do gifted posts and have done a couple paid ones and it is just the nature of the game. Um, so yeah, th those are the new guidelines. They're not the same in every country, but I think it is coming to sort of be that. Uh, I think America is still very, like, behind. Which is interesting because of the fact that I feel like influences as a whole is very top of the game there and that's sort of where the whole social media money-making machine <laughs> is doing its best work um so it's interesting but then again that might be because they're like not having to label things sort of as direct as everybody else does um but yeah it has only recently changed in New Zealand but that is what it used to be and that is what it is now Moving on from that, we come into the difference between influencers and micro-influencers. So the main difference between this is obviously numbers, um, the amount of people following you. I think 
if you are anywhere below 10,000 followers, you are a micro-influencer. Now, in terms of the numbers game, people that were really pursuing being an influencer as a career, which I feel like a lot of people have done successfully, obviously, but that scares the crap out of me to put all your eggs in that basket. Um, it's always been about like getting the most amount of followers because that's when brands will recognize you and that's when you might be able to get that blue tick depending on, you know, what you do. Um, and that is when you will start being able to charge the big bucks for paid posts. Um, but now it's kind of changed in terms of, yes, that is still the case, but more so for people that they're not just sort of Instagram influencers. They may have been YouTube stars or they've come from another form of media that they've grown an audience on. But when it comes to brands now, a lot of them want micro-influencers because they feel like they're more relatable and they're more genuine and people will kind of believe them more. Which, I mean, is still exploiting in a way. <laughs> like, you know, if somebody with 5,000 followers is recommending you a product, that doesn't necessarily mean they're any more trustworthy than someone with 25,000 followers. Um, somebody with a million, a million and five thousand followers might be trying to sell you a product that they actually really like and believe in and it does work. And somebody with 3,000 followers might be just trying to sell you something because they got given it for free. Um, so that's sort of the nature of the game. But now it's getting to the point where even if you've got a thousand followers or less, you can still be approached by brands because they look at you and they think, okay, like you don't have that many followers in the grand scheme of things. So if you sort of talk about something, people are really going to take your word for it because you're not in this whole social media game yet. Um, and that's sort of the way that we're going. So now it's almost at this point where it's like you don't want to get too many followers because then certain brands are just going to stop looking at you. Um, it's so crazy and it's so like it's forever changing. Which is why I don't think I could ever be someone that like puts my whole stock into becoming an influencer. I... I'm totally jealous of the people that can and that go for it. And I think people that do are, like, good on them. Um, but the fact that it's forever changing just, like, terrifies me. Because um, you never guaranteed anything. Anyway. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. don't know where I was going. Just talking about numbers and... But, yeah, no, don't know where I was going with that. Um... So yeah, the whole numbers game is fleeting. Um, and other things that are forever changing is just social media as a whole. Specifically for Instagram, it's the algorithm. The algorithm is like the constant enemy. Um, and if you know people that work in social media marketing, they will talk about this. Uh, 
if you don't know what the algorithm is, it is basically the AI behind Instagram that works out what you're seeing on your feed and how your posts are doing. And it's forever changing. And it's also very good. People that try and cheat the system of social media, so people that are in like engagement pods and stuff like that, um, it's kind of pointless because Instagram is very good at picking up on like repetitive actions, repetitive comments, repetitive likes, stuff like that. And it's always deleting fake accounts. So I feel like for a while people kind of got away with like fake followers and stuff like that. But now you kind of can't. Um, and I don't know why you'd want to anyway. Because it's not really going to get you anywhere. Anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> um... But yeah, the algorithm is kind of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> so basically, if when you put a post out on social media, I think it's like within the first hour, it shows your post to only 10% of your followers. And if that 10% react to your post well, then it will push your post out to more of the people that are following you. If the first 10% to see it don't like it or don't comment on it, or there's only a few that interact with what you've posted, then it doesn't get pushed to the rest of your followers. Which basically determines how that post and future posts are going to go. Which is kind of sucky because... Especially if, like, I have a following that I'm not in a niche, so I'm not specifically talking about one thing all the time so different people follow me for different reasons it's not like everyone's following me because I'm a mum blogger or because I'm a chef or because I'm a beauty blogger like they're not all following me for the same reason so that kind of sucks for me because like I might make might make one post and like the 10% it pushes it out to are nobody in that 10% is interested in that kind of stuff that I'm talking about but they might be interested in the next post I make um, so that is why it's kind of annoying. Um, and that's another thing altogether, like being in a niche and having a certain topic, um, is way better to kind of grow, uh, because you have your specific audience and you can target them and they're always going to be engaging with every single post you make because it's always going to be about the same topic. Um, but I just can't do that. <laughs> it's just so boring to me to talk about the same thing all the time and I can't keep like a theme or an aesthetic to my Instagram it's kind of like my life it's just a bit all over the place and that's the way I like it so that's my problem um so that is how that works um so the algorithm is kind of forever fucking you over really um and then social media as a whole is forever changing you know, I don't even know how long Instagram is going to stick around and be popular. I feel like it's a really good contender for sticking around, and I think it's only growing at the moment. But, you know, we've come so far. Even if we just look at, I'm surprised, like, Facebook lasted this long because, you know, we went from Bebo to MySpace. Or do we go MySpace to Bebo? <laughs> Um, and then Facebook, 
Um, and then Facebook kind of dipped for quite a while where it was just like, eh. and then they kind of came back, but yeah, I don't know. I like nobody I know really uses Facebook like that much anymore. Um, or for anything in particular, basically just for stalking people, I guess. Um, so yeah, and then even YouTube itself, like YouTube is, has been such a popular platform so long but at the same time they are kind of going down this rabbit hole at the moment of just they've really amped up their restrictions and they're kind of screwing over creators on the platform so I think that within the next few years we'll probably see a different video streaming platform become the kind of mainstream one and YouTube might actually fall behind which is sad because YouTube has been like not only a very important part of social media as a whole and growing a lot of social media creators and stuff like that but it's also made a lot of people a lot of money but I think you can only go so far in that before I guess they start not being able to be the company that they were when they started which is fair but it does suck for the people that have made their livelihoods on that platform anyway that's YouTube um so yeah I really don't know how long like Instagram is going to last and that kind of frightens me because of the idea of moving to a different platform yet again um I don't know it's kind of tiring and annoying and I feel like Instagram is really the only social media that I use now like I barely use Facebook I don't really use Snapchat um I don't know, it's the one I like because I like photos and I feel like you can get a glimpse into people's lives but it's visual and you can find so many different things on there. Um, so I'm hoping it sticks around but we shall see. A lot of people are just really struggling to find how to sort of stay consistent when the algorithm as such keeps disrupting everything um and you can't control it and you can only do so much about it um and that is why you will see people that are like please like share and save my posts because instagram also changes what is going to up your engagement so like it used to be likes and then it turned into comments were more valuable than likes they would take more notice of comments at the moment i think saves is actually more important than anything um which is kind of shitty because it's not often that I save a post and normally the only posts I save are like either quotes or photos of like really cool places that I want to go um even if I really like someone's post and I like it and I comment on it and I might even share it but I don't necessarily save it so it's kind of sucky for that to be like a big contender at the moment but anyway everything's always changing you can't guarantee anything um, so as a whole, I feel like sometimes we just need to be a bit more appreciative of the work that some people are putting into, um, their Instagram. I mean, if you don't look at Instagram as a job, if you don't like to look at it that way, if you don't want to follow people that are advertising products, like, that's totally fine. You don't have to. Um, but there are people out there that are using it as a job and I don't see it any different to being somebody who works at a magazine or at a TV station 
on the radio. It's just a form of marketing and it's a platform that they are putting themselves out there on and they have to use advertising to kind of sustain themselves. So, I don't know, I feel like we've given it too much of a bad rep and some people we're just like overly judgmental of when there's no need for it um, because it is also the easiest thing to skip past if you don't want to see it. Um, and why are we like so against people making money? Like as soon as someone is like, oh look, I'm doing a sponsored post for this skincare that I use so I can make some money while I'm a stay-at-home mum and then that's just one post on my feed and I'll go back to making posts about my kids and we're like, ugh, like, how dare you try and like sell us this product? We didn't ask for this. And it's like, why would you hate on someone for doing that? Like, it is such a stupid thing. Um, unless they're doing something that is harmful to your health or to your physical or mental well-being, I don't see a problem with it. Certainly there are people out there that are doing everything for the wrong reason and there are people out there pushing products that they don't even use themselves or that aren't good products. But there are so many more people out there that are doing, I think the right thing is like a weird way to put it, but like, you know, they're just doing them. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not harming anybody. So why are we all so mean about it? <laughs> But anyway, that was my two cents. Um, yet again, I probably didn't cover everything I wanted to cover, but I just kind of wanted to talk about that because I feel like people don't fully understand a lot of it and it kind of leads them to making judgments that they probably shouldn't make. And I think people don't just stop and think about what social media really is on both sides of the coin. Because... Personally, I think Instagram, I've met so many amazing people through Instagram and I've learnt so many things about so many different causes and people and places and I don't know, I just like it. I think it's a great place and if I follow people and they post about a product, even if I don't even like that product, even if I might have tried it myself, thought it was shit, like, I don't really care, like, they're doing what they want to do. Um, unless it is a skinny tea detox and then you really should not be doing that because that is not helping anybody. Um, and, or if you're doing a bang energy, again, like I said, don't blame me for doing it. Just, I don't know, somebody figure out how to make those videos not cringy because they just are. <laughs> and I can't stand it. Um, but anyway, that is my little rant, rant, still don't know how to say that word. But I'm going to leave it there because if I don't, I'll just carry on and say a whole bunch of junk and probably repeat myself 50,000 times. So I hope you learned something. If you didn't, sorry for wasting your time.